Welcome, Welcome to, to Fridge Buzz. Buzz, season four. Season four, pointless drivel for you. What's it like to be the person who says, why worry before you know if there's something to worry about? And then actually relax with that knowledge. I will never be that person who won't worry when you don't know if there's something to worry about yet. You in, tracking in, with me? in other words, you will always find a worry to worry about. It's, there are worries to be worried. But yeah. also, what does Henley say? There, are, there no, are no worries to be worried. Yes. That's like some fantastic advice from a six-year-old. Yeah. But, but what, I, what my point is, I'm not the kind of, you know, when, the people, when people say to you, they kind of spew out this advice, why worry before you know if there's something to worry about? Yeah. And I just think, well, what do you mean? What's it like? That's exactly why I need to be worried. I know. Like, I don't know why. How do you rest in a place where you don't know? If you should be worried. Yeah. When pressed and you don't know if you should be worried. I can give you a hundred worries right now. I know. My my brain is like, if I don't know, I'm going to go with worry. Yeah. Uh, How about death? Just like bottom line, death. So anyways, I just thought about that the other day because I was like, what's that like? Because there are people who actually, like my husband, Sean, he won't be worried until he needs to be worried. What's his name again? Sean. Oh, thanks for letting me know. Because I noticed... On the uh, other podcast, we start to talk now like people know who Kate is and stuff. Okay. So I thought that was a note I was going to make. When we mention Kate Listener, you realize that's our sister, Kate. Yeah. Well, Kate, whom does not listen to the podcast. So we can really say anything we want about Kate because she's not going to hear it. No. She never listens, never will. Never will. You know what she's like? She's got better things. She's decided to live her life. I know. And not listen to another project also, Courtney and Stephanie have started. I agree. And also there's nothing for her to be, there's nothing to be learned no. here for her. No. She, she is very, she, she understands our uh, opinions on things. Yeah. She's got it. If she was yeah. in front of us, she'd just do that hand gesture to like yeah. shut up. Yes. And she's kind of like, well, she's not finding it entertaining. Yeah. Mom is not amused. No, mom's not. Mom doesn't think we're funny. No. I should ask that to mom. Do you think we're funny? No, her answer is no. Maybe it's not. Maybe she thinks we're funny. No, I I would bet money that mom does not find us amusing. Huh. I'm going to ask her. I'm going to hopefully I remember to ask mom if she thinks we're funny. Mom is our hardest audience, our harshest critic. And, uh, try and make her laugh with one of our jokes. It's not going to happen. I feel like I have made mom laugh. Oh, okay. Maybe. Can't think of the example of it, but I feel like I have. Yeah. Riley Yoda. Okay. Worst fear I just wanted to tell you about. Okay. I was thinking about this the other day. This is my worst fear. Courtney's worst fear. I'm going to set the scene for you. Being in some kind of school class course where you don't know anyone at any age. And you it? have to partner up. And you have to, you are asked to choose a partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew I finished that sentence for you because I have that same fear. Can you, is there anything worse? I think I have like trauma from school. I know. Is there anything worse than being in a class, classroom setting, doesn't matter if you're a child or an adult, and they're like partner up and you're like, it's like the, the camera would zoom in on your face really fast yeah. and you'd be like, no. And you do that, you do that big gulp. Oh, I just, it's the worst for me. The worst. Yeah. Brutal. I think I have, I'm like triggered. Triggered when you talk about that. Triggering. It's very triggering. Triggering. I love saying that word because it's a little bit silly. I know. Yeah. Let's move on to something else. So I ran into Superstore today, which never, I don't ever just run into Superstore. Okay. It's always a buggy situation. $350, $450 situation. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. 
But I was that person today. With that, a basket? With a basket. I know. I always look at the basket people. I'm like, what is your life that you just in here with a basket? Yes. And that was me today. And I, that's the first time I've ever done that. And I was just with a basket. You were a basket person at I Superstore. I was a basket person at Superstore. And I was like, this is incredible. I've never been this person. Picked up a few things. And uh, I'm at the till. And it's, it's Monday, right? It's around 9, 30, 10. They don't have a lot of uh, cashiers at the checkout. So the lines are long, okay? I'm keeping my distance because the person in front of me is wearing a mask, clearly wants me to keep the six feet, but also it's congested in front of her. Both conveyor belts are still stacked and the other two people are still trying to bag their stuff while hers is being rung through. And I'm like, this, you need to, we need to wait and let them catch up. Yeah. And the lady behind me keeps creeping up closer to my back because I'm, because even though there's room on the conveyor belt leading up to the cashier, and the person in front of me has put that divider down. I'm not putting my groceries down because it's just it's pointless. Yeah, it's pointless. And you need to leave time. It make sounds space. like you're talking about encroachment, it's which encroachment. we have covered. No, I'm not talking about specifically about the encroachment, though. She keeps walking closer as if to tell me, put your stuff on the conveyor belt. There's room on the conveyor belt. So when eventually I do start to put my stuff on the conveyor belt because it's starting to move along, I put it just at the end. I didn't spread it out. Yeah. Like I didn't creep up onto the person yeah. in front of me. Yeah. And that bothered her. I yeah. could feel it could bothering feel it. her. Yeah. Because when I eventually took my divider and just put it right at the very edge at the end, she went, oh, thanks. Yeah. And I was like, "That she's so rude. Can't you just say, yeah, I'm just trying to work on the pacing here so that we're not all bottlenecked at the end. I, that's what I was thinking in my head. I was thinking in my head. I can say stuff like if that. If she wanted me to do what I could feel her wanting me to do, I would have been right at the lady in front of me with the mask on. I would have been right at her back. Yeah. It's not appropriate. They're called grocery store lineup tailgaters. It was, I was being tailgated. And yeah. then the, oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And also like, don't stand so close to me when I'm paying. I don't, you just want to turn around and be like, I don't really care for your tone. I know. I didn't care for the to- tone. No. Of, I, I, oh, thanks. Yeah. No, it was, oh, thanks. Do you, do you yeah. hear the attitude? Yeah. Or sometimes it's, it, this, people do this to me and it works. You just turn around and be like, I'm such a slow bagger. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to pick a different line. I'm I like am. the slowest bagger no, I'll like, ever experience. I like when I'm there with the kids and I have a massive grocery cart and I like to look like it's just chaos. Yeah. Stay away. Stay away. Yeah. Oh, do you want to help put it on the conveyor belt night? Yeah. yeah let's you want to repel it. you want to repel the tailgaters. Get them to go to a different line. Go to Express. Yeah. And uh anyway, so that was my experience this morning. But I it did feel good to be a basket holder, I gotta yeah. say. That is like a, a rare experience. So bask in that today. Bask in the basket holder at Superstore. Steve Buscemi. Here's something. It's kind of a funny story that my common law man companion told me yesterday that happened to him. I'm not sure he'll want me to share this story, but he's not here to tell me no. So Cody's at a grocery store picking up something on our way to a friend's house this weekend. And I guess like, you know how you mispronounce words sometimes? Like you mix two words together. The cashier said to him, like, how are you doing? And he, instead of saying great or good, he said rude. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's like the movie um, Mean Girls when she's like gruel. Yeah, he, well, I guess he said good. <laughs> Not yeah. rude. Good, like great and good. And he yeah. said he came into the car kind of laughing. And I go, what happened? And he's like, I don't know. I said a word. <laughs> he's like, I said a word wrong and I'm really embarrassed. <laughs> and I guess he didn't correct it right away. Like he should have been like when he's, she's like, how are you? And he's like, good. He, he should have been like, because like I'm great and good. 
new word for you. Use it. You have permission to use it. Instead, TM. he just like, yeah, he, <laughs> instead, he just let it be silent for too long that he couldn't address it. Yeah. And he just walked out. So he had this kind of silly look on his face when he's walking out. I'm like, I hate watching Cody be embarrassed. I know. Like, how are you? Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Feel free to use that. Good. I'm good. <laughs> Fred Savage. I have a good cat name. Do you want to know a good cat name, Court? Yeah. Dove. <laughs> Dove Baron? Just Dove. Yeah, that is good. Shows we'll never watch. I'm coming to you again from Discovery Plus, and this one's called It's Complicated. <laughs> it's a cooking show. It's Complicated. Plated. That's good. Yeah. Complicated. They there's no shortage of puns on this show. Yeah. It's complicated. That that is good. And as it is such, so also as such is it unto you. We are recording this on our niece Lennon's birthday. She's turning 13 today. Shout out to Lennon Rose. Lennon Rose Perry is 13 today. Happy birthday, Lennon. I think she's a listener. I'm pretty confident in saying that. Hey, Lennon, what's up? What's like, what are you doing today? Yeah, like what, what is happening today? When I was 13, I was telling Carly this today. When I was 13, it was a stage of my hair where I would gather my frizz by the sides of my head, twist it and pin it back with a clip every day. Yes. Otherwise, it was like a frizz, like halo. Yeah. If I didn't do that, yeah, she doesn't. She's not in the awkward stage yet. I know. I don't understand why kids aren't getting awkward stages now. Well, specifically girls. Now look around the complex. There's some awkward teenage boys around here. Sure, they they can't escape it. Yeah, unfortunately, it is coming for you, Lennon. We're not sure when, but it is coming. Yeah, and you know what? It's a rite of passage. Yeah, it is. Peach schnapps. Dove. Dove. That's <laughs> great. It is. It's good. Jason Bateman. Happy birthday to you. When we were singing happy birthday, Grandma Ida made eye contact with me for a sustained amount of time, and I was singing to her smiling in <laughs> yeah. her eye. Did you yeah. notice that? No. We went to our, our grandma turned 95, and uh, we celebrated that with her on the weekend. That's something we did. 95. I know. 95. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't actually can't even quantify it. I know. Boring text of the week. Okay, mine's from you, as always, and it says, see you at the poil. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you knew what I meant. Uh, yours is uh, home showered. <laughs> Why did I tell you that? Shuffle back stamp. Fun facts with the Farrah twins. twins. Fun fact, paprika does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it adds color. Fun fact, I'm not using enough fabric softener on my towels. Towels should not exfoliate your skin. Fun fact, plucking hurts. Fun fact, buttermilk smells bad. Hugh Grant. I have a question for you. We're at a birthday party, a kid's birthday party on Saturday, right? And there's a little craft table and you had gone to do something or whatever. So I was with three out of the five children. And then there was other neighbor kids around the table, but I'm the only adult is what I'm trying to say. And it smells like toots, mad farts. Like someone hot. is farting. It was hot that oh, day. Oh, and smelly, but it's like, I'm not going to call any of the kids out because they're getting embarrassed. You just go like, someone farted. Well, I did it. Remember, where were we earlier? I think it was at the pool. It's like, oh, it smells like farts. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I feel compelled. I smell, just so you know, 
like just to circle back to that fart by the pool, I smelt that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it smells like someone farted. Because I, I always feel when there's other adults around, I do need to say it so that they don't think that I did it. <laughs> it would be funny if they think you did. Be like, oh, that's the chili. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like... It smelled like farts at this craft table. And I thought, if another adult comes up right now, it's going to look like I'm doing it. Yeah. Because why could I, how could I possibly be sitting in it? <laughs> but I didn't want to leave Pia at night with their, you know, they're small. And so anyways, I was just like, that's crazy. <laughs> What's the etiquette here? Like, what is the appropriate thing to do? If an, an adult didn't come up while well, it still smelled, but if it ha- they had, I think it would have been appropriate for me to be like, oh, by the way, like, <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> It, it was smelly enough for me to probably have to admit that. You know what? It's like, if I was just at a table of kids who kids farted, I'd be like, somebody farted. And then I'd keep <laughs> helping them, but I'd be like, what if you guys farted? <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I'm compelled. I always have to like let people know I kids smell Kids don't it. hold in their farts. No, but then sometimes I get embarrassed. Like, it wasn't me. It's like uh, my daughter, Pia, like she'll admit it was her because she thinks yeah. it's funny. But yeah. it's like. I'll just make someone farted and then let's keep carrying on with life. <laughs> my Bailey, my eight-year-old was having a tantrum last night. She's just overtired. We had a rock and roll weekend, right? That's hard to say. Yeah, it is. Rock we, and roll weekend. Yeah. Rock so, and roll just we weekend. had a lot, a lot of plans, a lot of busyness, birthday parties, a lot of, a lot of cake, whatever. That's what I mean. So she's running up to her room. So I follow her and she's doing sort of the, um, you know, the position where your bum is in the air on the bed and she's crying and then she's farting. And it changed her crying into laughter because it was so smelly. And I was like, whoa, there's nothing like a fart to break the tension. It does break the tension. But anyways, what, what is the proper etiquette? Say someone did in fact walk back up to me at the craft table. Do I say, Hey, just so you know, that wasn't me. Or is that very, is that, is that implied guilt? You don't want to, you don't want to seem like the kind of person who cares about that kind of thing. I know you want to see, you want to seem above it, but I think it just depends on the degree of scent. Yeah, you're right. I think it's like, it's like how aggressive was the fart smell? If it was like super aggressive, you have to say like one of the kids farted. I had a few, or or wait for that adult to walk by and then say to the kids, one of you guys farted. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, uh. I had a few moments of panic. I was like, oh my God, if a, an adult comes here now, I'm going to, it's going to look like it was me. <laughs> yeah. But then no one did. So thankfully, but I did have a few seconds of panic where I was like, what do I have to address it? <laughs> it's probably Pia, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was with Pia too. Yeah, it was her. Yeah. And then we were at the pool earlier and yeah, like you said, someone farted and yeah. I said it out loud there because there's too many adults around. I was not going to take blame for that. Marla Hooch Pony. The funniest story I've heard in a long time is... From our brother-in-law, Matt. He was on stage. Okay. He plays in a band called The Matinee. He won't. I know the story you're going to tell. He won't mind, right? I, I don't know. He doesn't listen to it either. So yeah, He's another know. one who does no. not listen. No. So they were playing the fireworks down at, in, in Vancouver. I think it was Canada Day. Anyways, doesn't matter. So they're playing on stage. And I guess there's some kind of videographer there for the event. It's, it's something that, an event that happens every year. It's a big deal. Lots of people. Is it like being... Is it on like a big screen? Is that what you mean? I can't remember the detail of whether it was on a big screen or just that he could see there was a camera oh, okay. filming the band. So anyways, he's rocking out, playing guitar, and then just I Just giving her. Yeah, yeah. And I think the bassist of the band during... <laughs> I think it either was just before his solo, just after, or during his solo. So either one, either scenario is bad. The bass player yells out to him, Bugger! <laughs> and Matt didn't hear him, and he goes, "What?" And the bass player goes, "You have a bugger." 
And and Matt <laughs> Booger. Booger. <laughs> I don't know how the bass player, how big was it that the yeah, bass player yeah, could exactly. see it? That's what I was going to say. Like, how was that dangling stalactite so big? I know. Maybe it was caught in the hair. I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, but honestly, the, I'm actually getting sick thinking No, about I know. It. And it was like... Um, Matt, the way Matt described the story was that he was so thankful because he knew there was a camera there that he was told about this said booger. Yeah, that guy has Matt's back. Yeah, he does. That's a good friend. Booger! Booger! You have a booger! (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Now, now when I see Matt, I go, you have a booger. Just as a point of conversation, just as a a hello, more of a greeting. Yeah. Hey, you have a booger. Fridge Fridge Buzz, buzz, season season four. four. 